here. Welcome to today's edition of the Transition Guy. We are in Vancouver at the Action Coach Global Conference, and it's my pleasure to have on today's edition Sharon Lecter, who is our keynote speaker. Now, a lot of people won't know who Sharon Lecter is, so let me give you a little bit of a hint. She is the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, one of the biggest best-selling books in terms of finance that you can possibly get. Another interesting fact about Sharon, well, she is probably one of the most successful authors. If you look at her book sales, the only thing that beats her in volume of sales has been the Bible. So she's only second to the Bible. And guess what? The Bible has been around a lot longer. So welcome, Sharon. It's okay. I want the Bible to stay ahead. That's okay. You're going to have to do something on the Bible then. So, I mean, you've had a very impactful career, haven't you? Well, I've been blessed to be involved in a lot of different things. We've, I've written 22 books and been blessed that all of them have been successful and bestsellers. But more importantly, it's the fact that we've had the opportunity to impact lives. I mean, I have used your books. So with my clients, I mean, I've used Think and Grow Rich because I think that's absolutely brilliant. I've used Think and Grow Rich for kids because I think a lot of my clients, they want to educate their children on how to become far better with their money as they make different decisions as they grow older. And the other one I absolutely loved was Three Feet from Gold. I just found that that was absolutely brilliant because, you know, when so many people think that the grass is always greener and they come so close... Yeah. And then they give up. Mm-hmm. And now it's just stupid because it's... It's three feet from gold. And so many people stop right before the miracle happens, right before they yeah, achieve absolutely. success. The perseverance is so important. But you've been working on other stuff since then, haven't you? Yes, yes. I, you know, I thought Rich Dad was going to be my legacy. Um, built that company over 10 years with Robert Kiyosaki. We wrote 15 books together. I built the company as CEO and as a partner. And in 2007, I decided to leave, and I thought, well, that's my legacy. But then, you know, somebody had a few more things in store for me, and I had the honor to work with both President Bush and President Obama to really highlight the importance of financial education, and not just in the U.S., but around the world. And then I had the call from the Napoleon Hill Foundation asking me to step in and really reinvigorate the teachings of Napoleon Hill, because, you know, I say young people now age 50 and below because... I'm getting older, but many of them didn't know who he was back in 2008, 2007. And we know what happened to the economy then. And so it was really important to get those teachings relevant again. And Three Feet from Gold, as you mentioned, was my first work with them. And I I, I tell people when I left Rich Dad, sometimes you have to close one door for other doors of opportunity to open. I didn't know that I would get those calls. I wouldn't have gotten the call from President Bush had I still been at Rich Dad. I wouldn't have gotten the call from the Napoleon Hill Foundation had I still been at Rich Dad. So I took an action out of faith that it was the right thing for me to do, and then these other doors of opportunity opened for me. So a lot of people that are watching this, if there's maybe there's something in your life you have to close a door on so that other doors will fly open to you. And so my legacy now is so much bigger because I have the opportunity to work with the Napoleon Hill Foundation. I've had three books released with them. I have... Think and Grow for the Next Generation, Think and Grow for Kids, and Think and Grow the Magic Key, all in process right now. So I've well, got a total of six books. So Now, I know that you're really passionate about two publications, one of them being Outwitting the Devil. Well, that it's just it's a life changer. Three Feet from Gold was our first initiative. I did that with Greg Reed, and that was 
when the Napoleon Hill Foundation had reached out to me to step in and help um, improve that, that particular book. And it was a great project. The book is wonderful. We talked to many of today's great leaders about how they, not just their success stories, but how they survived the valleys, how they got through it. And we, of course, have the personal success equation, which is your passion and your talent, times the right association, times taking the right action, and above all, having faith in yourself, having faith in what you're doing and having faith that it's needed and necessary. And that personal success equation pretty much gives you a, a, a good plan to take yourself to the next level in success. But at the month we released that, I got another call from the foundation saying they found this manuscript. And Napoleon Hill wrote this book, Outwitting the Devil. Now, most of you who know about Think and Grow Rich know that it was a 25-year labor of love by Napoleon Hill. He started in 1908. He released it in, I think, 1937. And he had spent years pulling this together. And it still is relevant today as it was when back hmm. then when he released it. Because it was not one man's philosophy. It was a synthesis of talking to the most successful people in the world. All men at the time, of course, because women were not in business at that time. And so that's why it's still as powerful today as it was back then. But when he released it in 1937, he was frustrated. You know, even though he had all this magic information, his own life had been a series of ups and downs. And he was frustrated because he said, even though people know what they're supposed to do, they don't do it. Human and, nature. Yeah. And that hits home, I think, for a lot of us right now. And... So he in a few, sat down, and in a few short months, he wrote Outwitting the Devil. And his wife was afraid of the title. She worked for the church. And so it got locked away in the vault for 73 years. And when the foundation received it, they called me and said, we'd love for you to look at this. It was awesome. I had this manuscript. I was only the fourth or fifth person to ever read it. And it was you know, typed on a manual typewriter, it had Napoleon Hill's handwritten notes throughout the book. It was so awesome. And in a couple of hours, I read it, and it just completely changed the way that I thought. And it was mind-provoking because it talks about how, as humans, we hold ourselves back. We allow that feeling of fear to cripple us. And so he used it in a parable. And in the book he says, you can believe I was talking to the real devil or the man-made devil in our mind. It's up to you, the reader, to will you derive any benefit from what I share? And boy, did I. And as soon as I read it, I just this state of calm came over me, and I said, this information has to get out. And we've been so excited because... Outwitting the Devil really has exploded within that younger generation. It really is accomplishing what we wanted to accomplish, getting the teachings of Napoleon Hill back out there. And you know, there are people out there that just, they, they won't listen, right? You talk to your blue in the face and give them Outwitting the Devil because it talks about how we really put ourselves in a cage. We keep ourselves limited. And we need to break through of that, that cage of fear so that we can achieve the success that we deserve. And it's really an incredible book. I'm very proud of and it. And the timing of it was superb because, I mean, bear in mind when it was written mm -hmm. and when it was released. And it was released during the, sort of the great financial crisis. We had yes. this global recession, depression. And I remember reading it when it first came out. And it sent chills down my spine. 
because it was like it was written for this era. Yes, it's amazing, isn't it? Oh, it was like I say there, there was a greater power at work why that book got put in the vault. Because had it come out in 1938, Think and Grow Rich may not have had the run that it had yeah. and success. And um, in fact, it's Think and Grow Rich that has sold as much as the Bible. And that's the one that's really, an entire world has changed in the thought process. It's the grandfather of personal development. If you, every personal development speaker and teacher out there has grains of information from Napoleon Hill. Absolutely. And then along came Outwitting the Devil. Yep, and I tend to find that a lot of my clients, they go to Outwitting the Devil first. Mm-hmm. It, and it really makes sense. You read that one, and then your mind is more open to really learn from the Think and Grow Rich philosophy. And I didn't realize that you actually narrated on it mm-hmm. with your voice. So here we are with the person that actually spoke the book. And actually, I'm really pleased that you actually released it in audio format because a lot of my clients are dyslexic and they don't read. For, so for them to have the opportunity to listen is fantastic. It's kind of like a radio drama. It is. I, I, I required the publisher to have two different voices, two male actors, one, the hill, you know, the, the one doing the interview, and then another voice for the devil. And I had, I had to approve the voice because I wanted it to be, you know, it kind of seek into you, and it really does. It it's does. an amazing book. Yeah, it was very well done. So that's that within the devil. You've also got another publication that you're totally passionate about. Yes, and it was after I released Outwitting the Devil that there was a lot of lot of media around women. And I am not a feminist. I love men. I love working with men. And I was getting frustrated at the level of women complaining and criticizing men for not getting ahead. And you know, if you understand Hill's teachings, the law of attraction, you know, if we're gonna complain and criticize all the time, what are we gonna attract? Nothing good. No. Right? So let's celebrate the progress women have made. Let's celebrate those men who are champions for women moving forward. And let's put our energy and our focus there. And the other thing was I got really tired of women always talking about work-life balance. I don't believe it exists. I believe that we have one big life. It's our family, our business, our physical, our financial, our spiritual. All of those components come together to be who we are. And women tend to spend way too much time worrying or having guilt about not spending enough time with their kids or not spending enough time at the office. And I go, stop it, because you're wasting precious time today worrying. So my definition of worry is to pray for what you do not want. And for me, that was life-changing when I saw that probably eight years ago. And I, I share it in every interview and every speech because when you catch yourself, I'm a champion warrior. When you catch yourself in a worry storm, I call it stop and say, instead of concentrating on the negative outcome, let's reframe our thought process and concentrate on what we do want to have happen. And it's like a miracle happens because then you're being productive and you're thinking of positive things and it will, it will create reality for you. So stop worrying. Start focusing on what you do want to have happen. And that process helps us really understand and be stand in our own power as women. And so I added one chapter. The, the book, Thinking Courage for Women, follows the same chapter outline as the original book. I honor Hill's work. 
but I look at each of those steps through the eyes of successful women mm -hmm. who have utilized that step in their own success. I talk about how I've used that principle in my own journey to success, and then I have a series of quotes from women from history today, from um, entrepreneurs and philosophers, all walks of life, political leaders, and I share this rich content. So women reading it, they might not relate to this story, but this one hits them between the eyes. And that's the, the women helping women. So the book Thinking Grow Rich for Women is, it shows you the same steps to success as the original book, but through the eyes of successful women. Mm -hmm. And I add one additional chapter at the end, and it's called One Big Life. And it addresses that, that never-ending cycle of work-life balance. Balance belongs in the yoga studio. We live in a society where we have many different facets in our life, and we want to live one big life. And I would agree with you, and it is actually just choosing what's right for you, mm -hmm. and not what society deems to be right. Exactly. And I think that's really cool. And actually, one of, the th one of my biggest takeaways from today was so many people look at adversity in such a bad way. And I loved your story that, you know what, when you lost your business, you actually found your husband. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's really, that was so powerful. That actually, yeah, from one thing, because a lot of people just wallow in that one thing, wouldn't they? Mm -hmm. And they would just think, okay, my life is over. But you actually managed to say, okay, well, this has happened for a reason, mm -hmm. and this is the great that's come out of it. And sometimes you get instant feedback. Other times it takes years to figure out what the benefit is. It was Napoleon Hill who said, out of every adversity, every failure comes a seed of an equal or equivalent benefit. And so for me, my first major business mistake um, generated my greatest life choice, and that's when I met my husband. So had I not made that mistake... I wouldn't have the husband of 37 years that I have today. So I'm glad I made that mistake. So, But sometimes I've made mistakes. It's taken years to figure out what the benefit was. But for every mistake or every failure we have, it's a learning opportunity. And that's so important for everyone to take that on board because we all make mistakes. In fairness, we all screw up. Mm -hmm. But we often dwell on the screwing up and never the benefit mm -hmm. that can come from that screw up. Mm -hmm. It's not how many times you fail, it's how many times you get back up. Absolutely. And as long as you get up one more time, you're in good shape. So if people want to sort of know more about you, know more about your work mm -hmm. and what your company doing and what you've done, where do they go? SharonLechter.com, S-H-A-R-O-N-L-E-C-H-T-E-R.com. I also I have a podcast called Your Money, Your Business, Your Life. It's free. So I have tons of um, content that's there for you to listen to at your leisure and then as new ones come out. So go ahead and join through my website, SharonLector.com, and we have lots of different um, information and material that's available for no charge whatsoever because it's my goal my passion is to create the tools necessary for people to take control of their lives. And yes, we have programs that you can pay for. I have mentoring. One of the greatest things I've done, I started a couple of years ago, instead of only speaking to hundreds or thousands and writing for that many. I now have started doing one-on-one -on -one mentoring, and it's been a real gift to me. I love it. And so people can call the office, info at Sharon Lecter, and let us know if you're interested in that as well. Thank you so much. And you know what? It's been a pleasure having you on today. Thank you for taking the time. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. It's now, been an honor. if what you heard today resonates with you, 
head over to SharonLector.com. If you want more information and want to speak to me direct, head over to Booker.com and get in contact. And remember, failing to learn is learning to fail.